Hello, my name is George Bartley, and this is episode number 107 of Celebrate Poe. Louder, louder, louder. Recently, I found out that I have prostate cancer. Now, I know it's all normal to get all freaked out when you hear the C word, but prostate cancer is supposed to be a a very slow-moving cancer. But I should add uh, that having a prostate cancer is not something that a guy should ignore. Uh, he should insist on having a PSA test. It is basically a simple blood test that involves a medical person drawing blood. And even more importantly, if a doctor decides that it might be a good idea to refer you to a urologist, follow up on that and be sure that the appointment is made and kept. Now, uh, in this episode is about my recent horrifying experience with an MRI and how that intense encounter led to some observations about Poe. Yes, th- there is a connection here. Uh, at first, I was going to call this Poe has an MRI. That might be a good title, but uh, I don't think that a person needs to consult any historical account of Poe's life to realize that Edgar Allan Poe could never have had an MRI, kind of like calling an episode for Pride Month, Poe Goes to a Gay Bar. Interesting premise, though not at all historically accurate. Though it would be interesting to see Poe, who was not at all gay, but probably quite tolerant, at uh, a Greenwich Village gay bar with his gay friend Walt Whitman. And Poe did live at one time in Greenwich Village. But I digress. Uh, you, you know, that, that might be fun to work on, come to think of it. Anyway, many scholars believe that the uh, sensations uh, experienced while undergoing an MRI scan are actually similar to hearing problems that Poe may have experienced. St- so stay tuned for an encounter with a machine that, in my opinion, borders on the horrifying. Now, what is an MRI, you might ask? Well, that's a good question. MRI stands for Magnetic Resonance Imaging, and that's about as technical as I'm going to get. The basic purpose of an MRI is to take pictures or scan of uh, uh, the insides of a body so that the doctor will know exactly what he or she is working with, as well as learning exactly what is happening inside the body. For example, whether a cancer has spread or an organ has a particular problem. Now, that's a very, very simplified version of what an MRI is. You can tell I'm not a medical person, and I don't pretend to be. Now, as I was saying, I had previously uh, undergone an MRI when I was a kid uh, at um, the University of Virginia Hospital. For some reason, the MRI I had was not intense at all, and I really did not think that much about it. Back then, I was excited just to be out of grade school for two weeks and get what I thought was free ice cream. At that age, you don't think anything about your parents paying for anything that you know that you might be using. But uh, MRIs, and I have heard MRI used as both a verb and a noun, have become far more sophisticated, and I was to find a great deal more noisy. Now, without going into the technical reasons, 
it seems that most MRIs today are far more advanced and again, their increased accuracy involves the machine being much louder. Again, I could try and explain why and it probably would not make that much sense. But uh, all that is necessary to know uh, is that uh, my MRI was so loud that uh, I still hear ringing in my ears. So I'd like to start this podcast with an account of my experiences uh, with uh, an MRI last week and explain how some of Poe's works helped me get through the scan, as well as making it almost more than I could physically bear. At one point, I thought I had died and gone to hell, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, stay with me for a, well, rather unusual episode of Celebrate Poe, an episode that ultimately has a happy ending. Now, initially having an MRI caused me to start imagining the worst, that I only had a few weeks to live. The overall purpose of the MRI was to provide images of my insides for the doctor so that he, will know, he would know exactly what he was dealing with. First, a little sidebar. Now, when I was working for the West Virginia Humanities Council as a historical reenactor, I had my 45-minute spiel, 45-minute presentation as Poe. And during that time that I lived in West Virginia, I was constantly practicing my speech, kind of like memorization or lines, as, uh, as Poe almost anywhere I went. Say, I was using a bus in Morgantown, where I lived. Uh, I would often go to a bus stop where I had to wait 15 minutes for the next bus to arrive. I would say to myself, the telltale heart, which is about 15 minutes, and the wait didn't seem long at all. It's often said that when you're faced with an unpleasant situation, it really helps to concentrate hard on something else for the duration. And so I decided to go through my entire 45-minute bit as Poe in my mind during the MRI, and it would probably be over before my spiel was over. And that way I could try and ignore any sounds that might be unpleasant. And again, slowly go through Poe's words in my mind. Words that by now are very familiar and texts that uh, a person could really hang on to. Language that really makes an impression on you. Now, the medical assistants uh, in the lab were extremely friendly and saw to it uh, that I had no kind of metal on me. Any kind of metal on a person's body can cause real problems with the machine. And in some cases, uh, having metal can really be dangerous. I had a ball in my hand that I could use to stop the machine, but once the MRI started, I completely forgot about the ball. I was on my back on a table that slowly entered the sleek but ominous-looking MRI machine. I had looked at various YouTube videos before, um, Videos covering, like, what, what's it like to have an MRI, and some said that a few patients felt claustrophobic. Well, I don't think I have a fear of closed spaces, but I kept my eyes closed just in case. But the noise, it started out rather low, but got louder and louder. 
Now, I was planning to have some sound effects throughout this episode, but I began to realize that there's no way that I could have sounds that would give you a true idea of the sounds in the MRI and not get kicked out of my apartment. Besides, I doubt that an audiophile would be able to get across such a high decibel level. And if it could, having such a very loud sound level could cause hearing damage, especially if it came blasting through some headphones unexpected. I saw some YouTube videos about the process of having an MRI that said, uh, there is a little noise, but calling this a little noise is like calling a nuclear blast a little explosion. But what do you expect when the video is made by the uh, MRI Center? They have a vested interest in uh, getting favorable attitudes towards their MRI machines, in my opinion. Anyway, I knew somehow that the loud sounds experienced during an MRI are caused by a process that can take images of the interior of your body. But all that was going through my mind were the horrible, ear-splitting noises surrounding you. The sounds have been humorously described as angry gorillas beating on the MRI or space monsters determined to destroy you. In my opinion, or maybe it was just me, the ear-splitting noises from the MRI can really play, play with your mind. So I concentrated on Poe's language as the noise stopped. I knew I was covered with sweat and resorted to concentrating on Poe's language from the telltale heart. But even yet I refrained and kept still. I scarcely breathed. I held the lantern motionless. I tried how steadily I could maintain the ray upon the eve. Meantime, The hellish tattoo of the heart increased. It grew quicker and quicker and louder and louder every instant. The old man's terror must have been extreme. It grew louder, I say, louder every moment. Do you mark me well? I have told you that I am nervous, so I am. And now at the dead hour of the night, amid the dreadful silence of that old house, so strange a noise as this excited me to uncontrollable terror. It for some minutes longer, I refrained and stood still. But the beating grew louder, louder, louder. I thought the heart must burst. Then I got to the portion of my historical reenactment where I recite the bells. Words that I would basically deliver rather cheerfully at first. Then each stanza would increase in intensity until I was screaming, moaning, and sweating. But concentrating on the words during an MRI gave them a power and even violence that convinced me that Edgar Allan Poe's words had entered my body. Hear the sledges with the bells, silver bells. What a world of merriment their melody foretells. How they tinkle, 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 tinkle in the icy air of night. While the stars that oversprinkle all the heavens seem to twinkle with a crystalline delight. Keeping time, time, time in a sort of runic rhyme. To the tintinabulation that so musically wails from the bells, 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 bells. From the jingling and the tinkling of the bells. Hear the mellow wedding bells, golden bells. What a world of happiness their harmony foretells. Through the balmy air of night, how they ring out their delight. From the molten golden notes and all in tune. 
what a liquid ditty floats to the turtle dove that listens while she gloats on the moon. Oh, from out the sounding cells, what a gush of euphony voluminously wails. How it swells, how it dwells on the future, how it tells of the rapture that impels to the swinging and the ringing of the bells, 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 of the bells, 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 to the rhyming and the chiming of the bells. Hear the loud alarum bells, brazen bells. What a tale of terror now their turbulency tales. In the startled ear of night, how they scream out their affright. Too much horrified to speak, they can only shriek, shriek out of tune. In a clamorous appealing to the mercy of the fire, in a mad expostulation with a deaf and frantic fire, leaping higher, higher, higher with a desperate desire and a resolute endeavor, now, now to sit or never by the side of the pale-faced moon. Oh, the bells, 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 what a tale their terror tales of despair, how they clang and clash and roar, what a horror they outpour on the bosom of the palpitating air. Yet the ear it fully knows by the twanging and the clanging how the danger ebbs and flows, yet the ear distinctly tells in the jangling and the wrangling how the danger sinks and swells by the sink all the swelling in the anger of the bells, of the bells, of the bells, 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 in the clamor and the clangor of the bells. Hear the tolling of the bells, iron bells. What a world of solemn th- thought their monody compels. In the silence of the night, how we shiver with affright at the melancholy menace of their tone. For every sound that floats from the rust within their throats is a groan, and the people, ah, the people, they that dwell up in the steeple all alone, and who, tolling, 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 in that muffled monotone, feel a glory and so rolling on the human heart of stone. They are neither man nor woman. They are neither brute nor human. They are ghouls, and their king it is who tolls as he rolls, 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 a paean from the bells, and his merry bosom swells with the paean of the bells, and he dances and he yells, keeping time, 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 in a sort of runic rhyme to the paean of the bells of the bells, keeping time, 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 in a sort of runic rhyme to the throbbing of the bells of the bells, 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 to the sobbing of the bells, keeping time, 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 as he nails, 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 in a happy runic rhyme to the rolling of the bells of the bells, 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 to the tolling of the bells of the bells, 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 to the moaning and the the groaning of the bells. The stimuli was so intense that I, I couldn't think clearly. I think after an hour, I, I came to the conclusion that I had gone to hell. Yes, really, I thought I had gone to hell. It seemed that these noises would never stop. Then one ear-splitting blast started on one side and traveled through my brain to the other side. Then it crossed my head again. It did this several times, and I said to myself, no, always optimistically, I thought, okay, uh, this, this, this can't last more than ten more times. And it went through my head twenty more times. And I lost count a hundred times. That was when I came to the conclusion that that Satan... Now, remember, I grew up in the South, and I've experienced my share of revival meetings. I came to the conclusion that Satan was punishing me. 
And if I tried to stop the machine, he or she would somehow make things worse. Uh, I had recited to myself all the lines by Poe that I knew, and the machine was still going. All I could feel were the intense sounds going through my body. I'm not an especially religious person, at least, at least, uh, uh, not before I had that MRI, I, I definitely was not especially religious, but I started reciting Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Then I stopped because I realized that if somehow I had not died and gone to hell, then any time in the future I said Psalm 23, scripture written to give comfort and peace, I would associate Psalm 23 with ear-splitting sounds that are about as far from peaceful and calm as you can get. At least that idea somehow made sense to me at the time. And of course, it also made perfect sense that uh, true hell was insecurity, feeling that you were being physically tortured like me in the MRI, and not knowing if that torture was punishment that you were to experience for the rest of eternity in hell. So see what I mean when I say extreme sensations, in this case excessively loud noises, see how they can do strange things to your head? And getting these ideas together for a podcast I have to admit, have really been good in clarifying the entire experience in my mind. For several days afterwards, the experience was all I could think of. And the MRI experience has helped me understand how mentally and emotionally challenged people must feel that physical problems can cause some people to do or think what they, th- what they believe are completely logical actions when those thoughts are extremely destructive to themselves and those around them. That Edgar Allan Poe, despite his literary genius, was among the many creative individuals who experienced physical and even emotional problems which that individual could not control. The images taken during the MRI clearly showed that I did not have any reason to be concerned. I will have some more blood drawn in a few months. No more MRIs. I was very clear about that with my doctor. But my doctor and I will stay on top of it. But the MRI has given me a real peace of mind that I am not dying of any kind of cancer. So, it appears to all be worth the trauma. Sources for this episode include The Complete Works of Edgar Allan Poe by Edgar Allan Poe, MRI Noise and Hearing Loss by Drs. Adam Shepard, Yu Chen Shan, and Richard Salvi, Edgar Allan Poe, The Man by Mary E. Phillips, Edgar Allan Poe, A Critical Biography by author Hobson Quinn, The Poe Log, A Documentary Life of Edgar Allan Poe by Dwight Thomas and David K. Jackson, and Poe in Place by Philip Edward Phillips. Thank you for listening to Celebrate Poe.